entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Watermelon. And good Friday morning here. We're with you about a minute or two early today, which is wonderful because we have a jam-packed show. I'm Sherry Marcucci, your host for the next 15 minutes of Your Palace, Your Place, a presentation brought to you by the Palace Theater right here in wonderful Waterbury, Connecticut. If you're listening online or um, somewhere uh, far from us, do yourself a favor and, and plan a visit to, um, to Waterbury and to the Palace Theater because we have some fabulous shows that we present. We just had the tour of Book of Mormon and now we're gearing up for next season. We also have one show coming up and I want to I wanna exhort or invite, I should say, all my friends, my glamas out there, you know who you are, the ones with the little ones, the two, three, four, five, six-year-olds, the perfect age to see a show we have coming up on the 18th of May, Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. And for those, um, well, if you have a little one, you know the show. It's on uh, PBS, and it is by the Fred Rogers organization. Um, Daniel Tiger was one of the characters that uh, in the land of make-believe, Mr. Rogers' uh, characters. And he has taken up the mantle, if you will, of all the good things that Mr. Rogers stood for, kindness and generosity of spirit to our fellow man and just being good people. And so what a great way to encourage our young ones. Daniel Tiger is like, you know, he's um, a rock star for the young set, that preschool set. And he has a great message. So if you're listening and if you're a glamma, I call you my glamas. I'm not one yet. I wish I was, but I'm not. Anyway, um, my grandmas, Grammys, great Grammys, moms, and you have little ones. Do yourself and them a favor and bring them to this show on uh, May 18th. Uh, I think you'll be very, very glad you did. And tickets start as low as $28. So um, it's affordable. It's priced uh, family-friendly. And uh, that's that's what I have to say. And if you're a, a mom and you're looking to uh, get your uh, mom, your mom, a gift for Mother's Day, wouldn't that be a nice gift to say, here's a pair of tickets to bring you and your little grandchild to see a wonderful show together at the palace. So that's my little uh, commercial right now. We have so much going on this morning. Uh, We have a lot going on. At the end of the year, the Palace Theater has tons of activity. And actually, I mentioned Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. We're actually going to be talking to the actor who plays Daniel at the uh, in the third segment of our show this morning. So stay tuned for that. Also, okay, this is something that blows my mind about, about life today. So on June, let's see, when do we have this show coming in? In June. In June, we have uh, a young man coming in that uh, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable to me that uh, in our culture today, you can become an instant celebrity on YouTube. And this young man, he's 19 years old. He has become a celebrity because of, I don't know what that squeak is, Johnny. I think it's me. Ah, okay. 
All right. He he has become a celebrity by virtue of YouTube video that he started to post about three years ago. His name is James Charles. And if you don't know who he is, that's because you probably don't have a tween or a teen or a young adult uh, in your sphere who they are absorbed with him. He became famous uh, by putting up videos of him teaching you how to wear makeup. And he is, um, he's quite, he's got quite a, a business now. And he's got uh, a billion YouTube views um, from his over two, almost two million YouTube uh, subscribers to his website, James Charles. Unbelievable. He's coming to the palace in June, and tickets went on sale last Friday. And right now, you know, there's still some tickets, not many. He calls his tribe, his fans, the sisters. Hey, sisters. And uh, so it's amazing to me. I just think it's a interesting commentary on life today like i i want i keep thinking what could i do what could i put up on youtube <laughs> to become an instant celebrity i don't i don't know but um i guess my time has come and gone for that but <laughs> anyway i think i've i'm i'm more into the second act of my <laughs> my uh, life and i will be talking to jeff savage in a moment uh, a few moments about uh his second act but right now i want i have on the line I believe, Aaron Troy Danner. Good morning, Aaron. Good, Good morning, Aaron. I'm Hello. well, thank you. Um, uh, Aaron Troy Danner is with us this morning, and he's so gracious because if you don't know who he is, you've been living under a rock. It's me. It's I'm, we're trying to adjust this sound somehow. Can, All right, we're okay. Okay, Aaron. Yes. Okay, Aaron is going to be with us on um, May seven. May 18th at the Palace Theater's 10.4 party. It's a party like none other. And Aaron Troy Danner, for those who don't know, is a wonderful musician. I think most people know you, Aaron. And um, he's going to be part of um, the entertainment that evening. So I thank you for, first of all, being awake early. Because as a musician, I know you have gigs late. And I really appreciate you being with us this morning well listen i appreciate you guys having me as far as being up this early you know i just had a baby a couple years ago so i'm, I'm up earlier than this <laughs> now. oh i didn't know that well congratulations and so um so you're really burning your candle at both ends oh i'm telling you i was just um i was just thinking about you were talking about that show at the palace for the kids of uh daniel the tiger my son watches that show oh. i have to think about taking him down there well then, you you need to come to that. You definitely need to come to that and bring your little guy and 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 put him in. Uh, well, I don't want to ruin the magic for him. I was going to say let him listen to our interview a little later in the show this morning with um, the actor who plays Daniel Tiger. But um, we don't want to ruin that for him. But perhaps you would like to listen to it, and, and it's going to be a wonderful show. Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. So, so can you just share a little bit with what you're going to be doing for te Palace 10.4? Um, it is a party at the Palace. There's music, entertainment, food all over the venue. It's a night like none other. And people get so much for um, 
you know, the cost of a ticket. It's a $75 ticket, but you get food all night long, beginning at 5.30 outside on the loading dock and, um, and continues all night long. You get entertainment all over the venue in different spaces. Um, plus, you get to dance on the stage later on with Timmy Maya, who I know you work with and know, Aaron. But what are you going to be doing? I'm going to be set up in the poli room, and I'm going to be playing a, a nice acoustic set of music. I'm going to uh, some of my originals, a couple extra songs that uh, I'll be covering. But it's, um, I'm looking forward to it because that's a nice little room. I've got the tables in there. you got the bar in there and everything. It's, um, it's almost like a private it's like it's like inviting everyone to the green room to, to, to play. You know what I mean? Yes, it is. It's um, it's a very intimate space, and it's perfect for um, entertainment where you really want to feel up close to the person or persons that are delivering that entertainment. And you're right. It's almost like a private concert, if you will. Yes, it's... Yeah, it's, a, it's a, um, listen, there's... Any room in the palace is awesome. I would play uh, in the bathroom or a closet in that place. <laughs> I mean, it's just, it's that nice place. It's been long. To me, it's the best venue in Connecticut. I don't think anything beats the Palace Theater in Waterbury. That's for sure. Oh, Aaron, we love to hear that. And, um, you know, a lot of entertainers give us that feedback that they, they really, really enjoy playing the theater and being a part of our organization in some way. And we just appreciate you lending your talent so our fundraiser, Palace 10.4, can be successful. I know you have legions of fans that love you. And, um, you know, I've even uh, been at, at parties where you've played. And uh, you you just bring it, boy. You bring it. Uh, I appreciate you saying that. As far as legions of uh, fans, if you see them out there, let, let them know I'm looking for them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. I will. I'll do that. It's good. It's good. Waterbury's been good to me. Connecticut's been good to me. Uh, got a lot of friends in music. You, you mentioned Timmy Maya. Um, I was very excited that he was going to be there. I, I love Timmy. I love his band. So he'll be he'll be up there, and you know they got a whole line of uh, great musicians. Um, You know, there's just a lot of entertainment going to be going on that you can't lose. You can't lose at that thing. For seventy-five bucks, you come in when the first opens. We want it just when it closes. You'll be ready for bed when you leave. For sure. Well, like I said, there's a lot to do there, a lot of entertainment. Well, thank you for that. That That's a great endorsement, and it is going to be a, a just a fun night. Those, you know, it's funny, I was at the Chamber Business Expo this past uh, uh, Monday, 
at the AquaTurf, and we had so many people stop by our booth and say, we had an entry to win a pair of tickets. And uh, oh, people were like, oh, I've been to that. I love it, you know. And um, people were so enthusiastic. So if you're just hearing about this for the first time, go to the Palace Theater's website, palacetheaterct.org, and it'll pop right up, and you can get all the information. Our box office opens at 10 o'clock, 203-346-2000. I want to thank Aaron Troy Danner for being with us this morning and um, for being with us for Palace 10.4. I'm having a tongue twister morning here. (laughs) Aaron, thank you again. And I hope we see you not only there, but uh, um, Daniel Tiger with your little little one. So thanks again. And we'll see you in in a week or two. All right, we'll see you then. And listen, thank you so much for having me. Uh, I've been looking forward to seeing you guys over close. All right. And that was Aaron Troy Danner with us this morning, who's going to be one of the uh, wonderful uh, entertainers. Uh, musicians that will be appearing at Palace 10.4. And to find out who all of the musicians are, go to palacetherct.org and you'll uh, be able to see the lineup, uh, including uh, Tom Shute and uh, Timmy Maya and uh, a whole host of Cajun Ray and the Steamers. So um, it's going to be a fun night. Now, I'm going to segue right into our next guest who's already with me here in studio. Jeff Savage, and welcome, Jeff. Thank you, Sherry. Uh, I love Jeff. Jeff is like, I don't know many people. All right, so if you are familiar with the the theater kind of scene, or if you, you know, and you and yourself are involved in it, you know Jeff Savage. And everybody, and if you are an audience member, you know Jeff Savage. You've seen him in a myriad of shows. And everybody I know says the same thing about you, Jeff. That no, they do. That don't tell what, me. <laughs> what, what a great guy, what, you know, kind, great to work with, a professional. Um, all kinds of accolades, and you're just, you are, you're just a nice guy. Well, I, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm making I you blush. I'm talking about. I'm, I'm making you blush. I don't mean to, but, um, but Jeff is here for a specific purpose this morning. He is our next second act presenter coming up this Tuesday evening, which is May 8th. Uh, uh, May. 8th? What is Tuesday? May, May 7th. 7th. Oh, May 7th. <laughs> I need a calendar in front of me. Oh, here we go. Yes, Jeff, you are on May I hope, 7th. I'll be there on May 7th. I hope you will be. <laughs> <laughs> but Jeff, Jeff, um, Jeff was somebody who came to mind, and he actually, um, I don't remember if you reached out to me or I reached out to you, but... Um, when we were first looking for presenters for this series, and if you're new, um, listening for the first time to your palace, your place, or they haven't heard about Second Act, Second Act is a series. Um, it's a speaker series, but I like to call it um, a storyteller series, because it's a series that has put together, um, curated some very interesting people who are doing some very interesting and sometimes extraordinary things in the second acts of their life. And its purpose is to um, share and uplift and inspire other people who may be um, getting close to that second act in their life or maybe are planning, like, what will my second act be? Let me listen to other people's stories and hear about how they 
got to their second or third or fourth acts in some cases. So um, it's a metaphor for life is for the living. And Jeff, there's nobody I can think of that really exemplifies that more than you. Do you want to share your age? Uh, yeah, well, I'm. I was. I was born in on July twenty fourth, nineteen forty. So, I think that makes me seventy eight, be seventy nine. Okay. Next July twenty fourth. And you know what? And the reason I say it is because. You're always on the move. You're always doing something. You're involved in things. And um, tell tell those who are listening right now, um, you know, a little bit of why that is for you. Well, I without guess revealing the, your story, story. I I probably have ADD. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's. <laughs> but I've always had since I can remember a lot of interests in in, uh, in many different things excuse me while they adjust the microphone here good grief uh, I've always had an interest in a lot of different things and um, that goes back to my childhood and um, that has continued and I never it just things just interest me <laughs> people say well, why don't you look at this or try that and i'll say gee that sounds like a good idea so i'll i'll try it and sometimes i like it and continue doing it and but i think that's a key to you know i was reading about this woman um this week the, the oldest woman in waterbury i think she's 107 they just celebrated her birthday mm-hmm. out at the village of east farms oh nice and the thing that really resonated for me was two things. One is she she gets dressed every day and puts her pink lipstick on. And for women and I I know for me, when I schlep around I don't feel the same as when I put myself together. (laughs) So I I, I understood why that was important. But number two is she exercises every day. She comes they have exercise classes there and she participates every day hmm. so i th- i think one of the keys if you know people talk about what's the fountain of youth or how do you stay vital and active it's just what you just said and and what this woman is doing you stay in the picture you stay involved you do things yeah i I'm, i absolutely believe that you know it's just a it's not just physically although i'm physically very active with all the things going on but also mentally yes and uh, emotionally and your interests in various things and i i have a habit of doing a little bit each night before i go to sleep of the sunday new york times crossword puzzle oh, i love and that it it not only relaxes me but i everyone's how think well you know who knows maybe this will help prolong my uh, yeah. the working of my feeble mind <laughs> <laughs> well your feeble mind has been very you don't have a feeble mind let me just say this jeff and i how i met jeff is i did a show with you at seven angels theater That's about right. 10 11 i don't know years ago um 42nd street mm-hmm. and um so that's where i first met you and um then i think were we in another show together 
I think we, if I, I want to say you did maybe one or two of the Christmas shows. Yes, at, I at did Seven at Seven Angels. And, so, yeah, so I did do that. We did and, those, um, and it may and, have been something. Yeah, else. there I'm could have been sure. something else. But one of the things that, um, and I shared with this audience um, last year, I did a show for Phoenix Stage, and part of my personal challenge was. I have to do this for myself to prove I can still memorize yeah, lines, right. <laughs> and um, and boy, it's like it's like getting at the end of the diving board and jumping in and saying, "God, be with me." And and but it was so thrilling and rewarding to know, yes. yeah, I could still do this. Yeah, it, it and, really is. And you know, and you, I mean, you just continue to do show after show after show. Yeah. Yeah. You're you're right now opening. To well, we Tonight? open, no, tomorrow night, tomorrow night. we open at uh, the Thomaston Opera House, the Landmark Community Theater, in The Miracle Worker, which is uh, an astounding show. Mm. And it's, for those who don't know, it's the story of Helen Keller, who yeah. was born and uh, with a, the inability to speak and the inability to see. And yeah. uh, this remarkable story of her family and then uh, this woman, Annie Sullivan, who was hired by the family to become her caretaker and what she was able to accomplish in the in the 18, you know, the late late 18th, or not 1800s. 18th century, 19th century, late yeah. 1800s. Yep. And... Uh, it's really the performances of the two principal characters, wow. uh, Bobby, who plays um, Helen, and uh, Sybil Chamberlain, who plays Annie. Or you'll just leave your jaw dropping. Yeah, but you have parlayed all of this community theater work mm -hmm. into something interesting that you're going to share and talk a little bit about. Well, more than a little bit about um, when you make your second act presentation Tuesday evening at the Palace Theater. And by the way, that is in the Polite Club, which we were just talking to Aaron Troy Danner about how nice yes. that space is yes. for something intimate. And our second act series uh, is truly intimate. You know, people are sharing life stories and um, it's a great setting. And if you haven't come and you're thinking about coming, Jeff's story is a great one. And we are going to we are going to come back to Jeff's story. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to we're going to find out how we got from Wall Street, or at least we're going to tease you a little bit, from Wall Street to Chappaquiddick. So stay tuned for that. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace. And we're back with your palace, your place. I'm Sherry Marcucci, and joining me is uh, our guest in studio this morning, Jeff Savage, who is the next presenter for the second act series that takes place monthly in the Palace Theater's Polite Club. And uh, just if you're uh, contemplating coming, I would say this. Not only do we have a fascinating presenter each month who talks about their life story and what they're doing uh, in their second act, but also there's dinner and there's social, you know, kind of camaraderie, and it's a really an enriching, fun evening. So Jeff Savage's uh, pres his presentation is from Wall Street to Chappaquiddick, and I promised to give you just a little glimpse of what his presentation is going to be about and why that title, Jeff. Well, it 
kind of summarizes my my life, or at least my adult life. Uh, and I want to. I want to make this presentation, at least I'm hoping it'll be, as we had talked earlier, sort of like a fireside chat. I want it to be casual. I want people to feel free to raise issues or questions with me as they occur to them as I'm speaking. As I said to you, it's it's my story, so I know it. So don't hesitate to interrupt me. It's not like memorizing lines. <laughs> and... Uh, but th that's a good point, um, and I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but no, the fact that you want people to ask you questions, I think this is something, when people hear Second Act, they think, oh, that's not for me, I'm, I'm too young for that. No. But the fact is, the earlier you start to plan for your Second Act, just like anything else in life, the better it's going to be. Yes, exactly, and, and you never know when or what, you know, the, the, when, when things will come up and what the issues will be. God knows I didn't, but I I think you have to, as as you grow older, and we all do, um, and I don't care whether you're going into your 30s from your 20s or your 80s from your 70s. You know it it doesn't um, it doesn't matter. But to develop the hopefully the the inner strength and the the self confidence and the resilience. So that as things occur, and that happens in everyone's life, nobody. Yes, it does. As you know, one of my favorite books is a, a book called Remembering Denny by Calvin Turlin. And he writes about a classmate of his in college who had everything. He was extremely handsome, a wonderful smile, great personality, all-American swimmer, captain of the Yale swimming team, uh, Phi Beta Kappa, Rhodes Scholar. And his classmates used to talk about not if he would become president, but when. And they uh. called him Denny, which was his nickname. And fast forward to age 55, and he ends up um, committing suicide. Mm. And the story about, uh, basis, or the basic premise of the story is that no one can live up to all of the expectations mm -hmm. that people have for you. You know, when you're young, your parents are yeah. saying, oh, you're wonderful, and yes. you're so talented yeah. in this, and yeah. look what you have ahead of you. Well, it, that may be true, but along the way, there will be some bumps, and mm -hmm. we've all had them, and I, I certainly have. Um, and I, I want to talk about that, but you know, I come from a big old Irish family, and so <laughs> storytelling is, is, comes naturally to me. But I don't want to just sit up there and say, now, I did this, and you know, I was born when I was very young, you know, and that sort of thing. Yeah, just, um, I want it to be as, as though we were sitting in my living room and having a nice discussion mm -hmm. or chat or talk, and um, as ideas, I, you know, I can tell you a little bit about my journey, whatever you want to call it, and hopefully I'll have those listening come up with raise issues. And um, I think it's the, the Wall Street part uh, comes from I started my business career as a lawyer for a Wall Street law firm. And and, it, and and I want to interrupt you because you started out with quite a pedigree, and you went to Yale. Yeah, I mean, so you know, you have your your your. I want to give you your props, as, well, as they uh, say. 
I mean, I was fortunate enough to go to Yale. I went to a wonderful boarding school before that, and then I went to Virginia University of Virginia Law School, which is a very fine law school, and was able to secure a position at a, a major Wall Street law firm, mm-hmm. um, which is prides itself in being the oldest continuous law practice in the United States. Mm-hmm. And I never verified that, but I assume that's the case. <laughs> but I found that it wasn't for me. Uh, it was the, the the daily grind of being a, a young lawyer in a large firm, uh, basically a revenue producer, mm-hmm. um, was was not my thing. And through a, I, I made career changes along the way. I left the Wall Street law firm, and I went to become corporate counsel for. A couple of different corporations ended up moving to Georgia and was counsel for a, a very well, one of the early conglomerateurs down there and bought and sold a lot of companies for them, which led me into investment banking, which led me back up to the Northeast from the South. And, um, you know, I ran into and I had my own small investment bank at one point. And, and- and we don't want to give away all the no. the, the climax of right. the story here because we want people to come and see you yeah. on Tuesday evening at the palace. But the end of the story, there is a story arc, and it, then the end of the story where we get to Chappaquiddick. Right, is is related to the movie Chappaquiddick? Absolutely. So, I hope I've, I we're wetting people's appetite because Jeff is just a fine just a fine man uh, to know. And to get well, to know, it's very nice and to oh, you you are tough. I mean, that's and and I think people, as you said to me when we spoke, um, if just one person gets something to take away, and believe me, you will, because we're leaving out a lot of this story for mm-hmm. a reason. We want you to come and hear it. Um, it had some dramatic moments, um, some uh, as if you were reading a novel almost. And But the one thing that shines through, um, as you told me your story, Jeff, is that you, you recognize that life is about making choices. And at one point, at one pivot, several pivotal points, mm-hmm. but one in particular, you said, I can go left or right. And, you know, you went, you know, left and made a good choice. Yeah, and we want to share that. We want to share that um, with our people who come to uh, hear your story on Tuesday evening at the Palace Theater. If you're intrigued at all and um, would like more information, first of all, you can get tickets by coming to the Palace Theater box office or calling our box office at 203-346-2000. You can also get them online. They're $25 a piece. However, if you come in person or buy over the phone and you mention that you're an AARP or OLLI member, you get the tickets for $20. And don't forget, a lovely light supper is included. Um, we have a cash bar that evening if people People are interested in a cocktail or wine or a cup of coffee. And um, so um, I would encourage you, Jeff Savage is one you don't want to miss. Wall Street to Chappaquiddick. What, I just love the title and love you, Jeff. You're well, just a you. great guy. Thank you very much. And so I'm looking forward to um, having being a part of sharing your story. Well, I hope some people will come and we'll have I a good time. I think they will. I think they will. And 
Um, that was Jeff Savage, and we're going to take a quick break before we come back to your Palisher place with a, uh, a young actor who has the pleasure of playing the key role, the title role, in Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. So stay tuned and come back in two minutes. It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood, a beautiful day for a neighbor. Would you be mine? Could you be mine? Won't you be my neighbor? It's Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, a land of make-believe. Won't you ride along with me? Ride along. It's Daniel Tiger's neighborhood, so much to do, so much to see. Won't you ride along with me? Got lots of friends for you to meet In this land of make-believe A friendly face on every street Just waiting to greet you It's a beautiful day in the neighborhood A beautiful day for a neighbor In Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood and we are back. Woo! We're in the Palace Theater's neighborhood right now. <laughs> Just saying goodbye to Jeff Savage and getting ready to welcome our next guest. And Johnny gave a perfect segue with uh, uh, the little uh, musical interlude there for Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is coming to the Palace Theater on May 18th. And it is a Saturday. Uh, and it is a wonderful show to bring your, your, your little ones to, particularly the preschool age um, who probably are big fans and right now I want to welcome to your palace your place Amanda Lupacino good morning Amanda Hello, how are you? I'm I'm well. I'm really well, and I thank you so much for um, being with us this morning. Um, I did you. I don't know if Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood what your um, regular performance schedule is. I know a lot of times when I ask um, actors to be a part of uh, our show in the morning, they have just gotten off a performance the night before. Is that true for you in in the tour with Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood? We actually are on a, we have a few days off right now, so ah. we did not have a performance yesterday yet. Okay, all right, well, yeah. thank you thank you then for being with us on your day off. <laughs> getting course, up a little getting up a little bit early and um, I should mention that Amanda plays the title character Daniel Tiger and I you know I, I, I'll just share with you a little that I have done some children's theater and been a character um, done entertainment for children many 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 years ago but it is I think one of the hardest things to do. What, what you, you have quite a resume, Amanda, as a young actor. You've done a lot of um, a lot of theater already, and I see you've done you know staples like Chorus Line, West Side Story, and Regional Theater, Saturday Night Fever, Memphis, Hairspray, South Pacific. You you've got quite a resume, but you've also done um, Angelina Ballerina. You've been in Annie, um, Twinkle Tames Dragon. Looks like it's a was a children's show. So you've done yes. quite a bit of. Children's theater. What do you what do you say about that? What's the difference? The I think the challenge with the children's theater is being able to engage the children and the parents at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think our our show does a good job of throwing in some uh, jokes and stuff that the parents enjoy as well. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, it's it's all about the kids, and it's really rewarding to hear them interact with us on stage and how they react to 
the story we're telling and the questions we're asking them. Um, and the parents are there. The parents sing along. It's uh, it's great. It's it's really rewarding. Yeah. It must be. Um, um, Oh, what was the word? I, I'm trying to think of a word, but you must feel a sense of responsibility carrying on the legacy of Fred Rogers uh, in telling, you know, the story through Daniel Tiger, the character. Um, and but it must be a privilege, really, to do that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty incredible that we got we get to carry his legacy. And as someone who grew up watching Mister Rogers' Neighborhood. Um, I was really excited to to hear about this project and then and then just to be able to to do it and you know bring his messages across the country at a time where I think we really need it. Absolutely. I was saying earlier at the beginning of the show that being a part of helping our little ones develop more empathy and caring for one another despite our differences um mm-hmm. is is such an important um uh, quality to impart and you know as much as we might think well yeah that's obvious it isn't obvious it isn't and we need to really work at modeling that as adults for children but particularly with a character they can relate to that they feel is like them yes I mean, I think that's that's really a key. And so, as you do your work, and how big is the cast um, in the production? Uh, our cast right now is is eight, and then with our crew, we have sixteen total. Okay, all right. So I I would think that everybody in your cast probably takes the uh, seriously the the values they're actually helping to impart in these young impressionable children. Yeah, I mean, we all we all take our our jobs very seriously, and we each bring uh, something different to the show. Mm-hmm. And you know, as as kids, we grow up we grew up in you know our own bubbles, so we're not necessarily uh, we don't see a lot of a, a lot of the world out of our own bubble. And the show brings a lot of different types of characters who come from different backgrounds who. Uh, there's one character in the show that has a disability, um, and we've actually had people in the audience that very much relate to the different characters on stage, and it's the first time they're seeing themselves in in another in another world. Sure, you know, they might sure. not have other people that that are like them in their own bubble, and uh, and we get to you know show them that there are other people like them and and people that are in the world and out there. And, and, and you know, I, I, you must, um, it, it must be uh, not interactive exactly, but you're hearing as you're performing the response from the children in the audience. And that, that oh, must yeah. be gratifying. <laughs> yeah, they, I mean, they actually, they're very vocal the whole time. Yeah. I, it's rare that our audience is, is silent. Um, but, yeah, they, they interact, they they sing all the songs with us, which is very, very cute. Um, <laughs> and it's, yeah, it's, it's adorable. It's super cute. I can remember the first time I took my children, who were adults now, but when Sesame Street, I think it was, and I was as thrilled as they were. I I think parents get excited because they're excited for their child and experiencing sometimes the first life theater experience. And it's just uh, just a great 
a great feeling and a great thing to be a part of. How long is the runtime for the show? Uh, the first act runs, it's two acts. The first act runs about 40 minutes, and the second act runs about 25 minutes. Okay. And our okay. intermission is about 15 to 20 minutes, yep. depending on the house size. And yeah. And I wanted people listening to um, hear that because it's definitely um, a doable uh, length of time for a young uh, the- young theater goer. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. That, yeah, and uh, and it's a wonderful. Like I said, I was uh, encouraging people I know who are grandmas um, as well as moms to to uh, share this with their their child. Who's and this show is basically the preschool set, give or take on maybe the older end it might be a little bit more than preschool but that's kind of uh the the audience correct yeah i would say our target our target age is three to five year olds but i mean we've had kids i had someone six months that i know she was six months old come see it and she was mesmerized the whole time and we i've seen kids i've seen older siblings come you know 10 10 year olds 12 year olds um but, yeah. So, and that's Pretty good. Cool. That's good to know, um, Amanda, because um, you know, some there's usually more than one child in a family, and you know, of you want to make it a family event if you can, and make sure yeah. everybody's going to enjoy themselves. And I, yeah. you know, I I grew up not I grew up I I started watching Fred, you know, Mister Rogers' Neighborhood with my children, and I oh I. <laughs> I loved that show because I just felt good after I watched it. And I think that's the same thing with Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood. You feel like you're part of something bigger than yourself that's really good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're listening um, and just joining us, we're we're speaking to Amanda Lupacino, um, who is the young actress playing uh, the lead character, Daniel Tiger, in the upcoming presentation of Daniel Tiger's Neighborhood, which is coming to the Palace Theater in Waterbury, Connecticut on May 18th. And um, we are just um, excited to to have the show. Um, We've been being asked to have more family entertainment, and so this is certainly that in in spades and amanda i appreciate the fact that you got up this morning to be with us on your day off and we look so forward you're going to enjoy by the way performing at the palace it's a beautiful space i've actually Uh, performed there before so i'm very excited to come back oh what did you perform in so well i grew up in connecticut and we actually had our dance competition one of the dance competitions we went to was hosted at the palace so we would go there every year for a dance competition oh that's oh that's so cool and you know what and you are i forgot to mention you are a connecticut native Holland, connecticut area and um for those listening um you know some of you may may know amanda and so come Mm -hmm. out and support her and and uh, say hello after the show and um it's it's just going to be fabulous so i want to say Thank you for being with us. I'm getting the high sign that we only have four minutes left. So uh, I look forward to seeing your performance on May 18th. Yes, thank you so much. Thank you, Amanda. And, and you know, it's such a joy to always talk to people who are performers. I love to hear uh, what they're doing, their stories. And to know, you know, Connecticut is fertile ground. Fertile ground for people to end up in the performing arts. And as testament to that, um, this weekend, these next few weeks in in our greater Waterbury area in particular, um, we have so much theater 
going on, um, and it's wonderful. So I wanna I wanna quickly mention that we've already talked with Jeff Savage, who is opening tomorrow evening as part of the cast of the Miracle Worker at Landmark Community Theater at the Thomaston Opera House. Tommy at Seven Angels Theater, and I was just talking to Tom Shue offline. He said this production, uh, directed by Janine Molinari, is off the charts. Off the charts. So um, if you're looking for something to do, check out Tommy at Seven Angels Theater. Also, friends um, uh, at Phoenix Stage, they opened last weekend in Steel Magnolias, and I'm actually going to see that show myself this evening. Um, And then Mamma Mia is playing, is opening at the Warner Theater, a great, fun musical. Um, You know all the songs, so... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but I heard, um, directed by, uh, I, I think by Donna Bonacera and Sharon Wilcox. I'm not sure about that. I know Donna Bonacera is the choreographer. I'm not sure who the director is. But anyway, um, and so um, there's just so much great theater going on. And of course, um, pretty soon, and I'm gonna, I'm hoping to have some people on to talk about this, perhaps on our next show, before the Tony Awards. We had the Tony Award nominations come out earlier this week, and there were, I guess, some surprises and some kind of snubs um, along the way uh, that I've read about. So um, it'll be interesting to talk to. I'm hoping our friends uh, who are uh, Stuart Brown and um, uh, Lauren Yarger, who are theater reviewers, might um, come on to share a little bit. We've had them on before to talk about um, the nominations and what their predictions are for the winners of the Tony Awards this season. And I also want to remind you, um, if you want to have a great, great time. Palace 10.4 on May 17th. Tickets uh, are $75. You get all your food, two drink tickets, a beer tasting, all the entertainment. I mean, where do you go for that for $75 a person? And you're supporting the Palace Theater, um, which, of course, we appreciate. Um, people forget sometimes that we are a not-for-profit organization and also do fundraising. So I'm getting the sign that we have a minute left. I hope that all of you have a fabulous weekend. I hope that you'll share some wonderful theater with folks you love and be enriched by that. And I want to remind you to stay tuned for our local news coming up next. And then a talk of the town with Steve Knoxon. Have a fabulous weekend and I'll be back in two weeks. As always, thank you for listening. I'm Sherry Marcucci with Your Palace, Your Place. Entertaining new possibilities. The Palace Theater, your palace, your place. Shows for the whole family. Waterbury Palace, your palace, your place. Waterbury Palace.